This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast with your food host, writer, and food critic for Milwaukee Magazine, Ann Christensen, and I'm Tariq Moody of Radio Milwaukee. On this edition of This Bites, we got a lot of things to talk about, including a, a cooking workshop series focused on Palestinian cuisine. We also have news about a restaurant opening the former Lopez Bakery that recently closed after 50 years in business. There's a sushi bar coming to Bayview, uh, and Pilot Project will be hosting a chef competition this March. Let me start off, Ann, over at Milwaukee Magazine website. You had a little piece about a new candy shop that's coming to the Milwaukee public market. What's the details on that? Well, okay, so I don't know if we talked about the fact that Cares Candy Kitchen or Cares Candies, they uh they just moved out at the end of the month and they'd been they had actually been at the market for like like 17 years or something crazy like that, which made me start thinking about like how old the public market is now. Um but anyway, uh there, that space is not going to be vacant for long. Freezes Candy Kitchen or Freezes Candies is going to be moving in there. Are you familiar with Freezes, Tariq? No, no. Tell okay. me about Freezes. Freezes is uh, a really old um, kind of family-owned business. It's in West Dallas, right on Greenfield Avenue. Uh, they are known for their fairy food. Have you ever had fairy food? No, what is that? I love fairy. Oh, you know what it is. It's it's that crispy honeycomb candy, and then it's dipped in chocolate. Mm-mm. So, no, you've never had it? Oh, man. Is that a Midwest thing? I don't know. It's oh. so good. It's so mm. good. But anyway, they do that. They do, um, they do roasted nuts. They do all sorts of dipped, uh, dipped chocolates, too. And um, during the Easter season, they are... Are they do a lot of like whipped cream eggs, those, you know, the kinds of Easter confections. But um, this is going to be their second location. They're moving into the old Cares uh, candy space. And I think it's really great news because their stuff is their stuff is excellent. And they're also kind of a Milwaukee institution. Not that Cares is not. That is also a longstanding Milwaukee business, but they're going to focus on online sales. Okay. So yeah, so freezes is is uh, is moving in. So when does it plan to open? You know? Yes, I apparently it's going to open sometime in March. So okay. not too long if you want to get your candy fix. Um, and again, it's great news because it's it's a longtime Milwaukee business opening like a second location. Um, great place for fairy food, mint meltaways. Whipped cream eggs during Easter, all kinds of deliciousness. Mm, cool. I got to try that uh, fairy food. You know what? Of. I'm going to send you a link to what it is because okay. I feel like you have to have had this before. I don't know. Never heard that term in my entire life. So angel food candy. That's another nope. term for. Have you ever seen Never that? Heard that. Mm-mm. Dang. Sounds like something from the 1920s when you were, you know, in your prime. It sounds like candy from what the 1920s. Say? I said it sounds like candy from the 1920s when you were in your in your prime. Yeah, I I, I heard what you said. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to, you know, double check. 
Because you're, that you know, is exactly what you're, you're kind meant. of getting hard of hearing after all these times, I guess. I guess, right? <laughs> all right, coming up on this bites, we're continuing our conversation with a cool cooking workshop series focusing on Palestinian cuisine. That's coming up on this bites. We'll be right back. I'm 88.9 Story Zori. And I'm Milwaukee Films Christopher Pollard. And we are the hosts of Cinnabuds. Yeah, we are. And on Cinnabuds, we talk about movies. Flicks. Moving pictures, they are referred to as also. Talkies. Talkies is good, <laughs> yeah. And you can listen to us every week. On Wednesdays at 8 a.m. Or you can listen to the entire podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcast. We're back on this bites, Milwaukee's longest running coloring podcast with the wonderful talent and youthful Ann Christensen. Oh gosh, thank you, Tariq, after that insult of describing your wisdom and experience. That's it. That's a compliment. Uh we're, again, we're back on this bites. I got wind of this on Instagram. This looks really cool. It's a Palestine cooking workshop series. Uh, and they are offered three workshops, one beginning this Sunday, March 3rd from 4 to 7, all taking place at the Gallery Food Hall at 2335 North Murray Avenue. And basically, uh, the, 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 these workshops is designed to educate participants of traditional Palestinian cuisine. The events are a profound effort to preserve and share the rich culinary traditions of Palestine. It provides hands-on experience in preparing authentic dishes. Uh, again, it's making it, making the cooking accessible to a wider audience, allowing participants to develop into the history and flavors of Palestinian stews. One of the workshops, the art of fermentation. Another one of our the workshops and the traditional tradition of iftar, which iftar refers to the evening meal, which Palestinians break their fast during the holy month of Ramadan. The meal is significant and marks the end of the daily fasting period from dawn until sunset. Let's kick off with the first workshop, and The first workshop is Palestinian Stews Workshop. Yeah. And that takes place this Sunday, March 3rd, from 4 to 7, the Gallery Food Hall. There's only 10 seats available. I'm not sure if it's sold out or not. Have you had uh, any Palestinian stews? Uh, not stews. I mean, I've, I've had other Palestinian dishes, but not not these stews that they have listed. So they have... They, uh, they, they also they, sound amazing, really. Yeah, they list... Uh, uh, this thing called uh, Bonya stew. Hope I pronounced it right. I apologize if I don't. It's it features fried okra, tendered sliced diced beef, and a special spiced tomato sauce. Then there's a mulukaya stew, spinach and jute stew with boneless chicken topped with fried garlic served with lemon. That sounds really, yeah, really good. Yeah. There's also other dishes like vermicelli rice, long grain rice with toasted vermicelli. I've had that many times in the past. Cooked in chicken stock, topped with roasted almonds. Salatet jajir, arugula salad with tomatoes, red onions, and crumbled nabulsi cheese. Promagenet seeds and sumac. I mean, I love me some sumac. Can't go wrong with sumac, right? All of this just sounds amazing. And then they have pickled and olive platter, Palestinian olive and pickle spread. Um... And again, they mentioned that all the meat will be halal in the preparation. Again, that's the first workshop. The second one is the art of fermentation. 
Uh, again, Gallery Food Hall. This one takes March 17th from 1 to 3 p.m. Get into the Gallery Food Hall. The experience will feature uh, the, uh, the, the ancient art of preservation through fermentation, including making Makdu bin Jamila style, which is basically, from what I understand, uh, refers to the traditional Lebanese method of pairing and preserving small baby eggplants, which are usually stuffed with a mixture of walnuts, red peppers, chili, and garlic, then cured in olive oil. And then they're also making pickles, stuffed cubanelle peppers. And that's on March 17th from 1 to 3. And the final workshop taking place April 7th from 4.30 to 8.30 p.m. Again at the Gallery Food Hall is uh, the Iftar Workshop. And as I mentioned before, it refers to the evening meal which Palestinians break their fast during the holy month of Ramadan. Uh, during that, people will prepare uh, a classic Palestinian Iftar featuring dishes like makluba, sherabats, uh which is a lentil soup and a traditional diced salad. And the dessert will be kataya. Again, I apologize for pronunciations. Uh, we post all the details over our website at radiomilwaukee.org. This really is cool opportunity experience, uh, a cuisine of uh, Palestine, um, especially with what's going on over in the Middle East, uh, to have a better understanding of people's cultures, which is a thing that helps, you know, yeah. people be more empathetic. I think food can help more people be more empathetic. 100%. And you happened to run across this on Instagram? Is that what you said? Yeah, it popped up in my feed and then uh, and I dug deeper into it. And then it was like, it started off with the stew, then I read deeper and it was like a whole workshop. So um, really cool stuff. Again, we'll post links to this and all that kind of stuff uh, over at our website and more. Next, remember Lopez Bakery? Yeah. I do. You're a fan of that place, right? Sure. Did you know there's a restaurant opening in the Lopez Bakery? You know, focus, I know that now. I know that now. Focus on your favorite Mexican cuisine, which is? Which is? Oaxacan. Oaxacan. Yeah. <laughs> I love Oaxacan food. It is called De Valle Oaxacano. Uh, and they will have, they recently had their soft opening on February 23rd. They will feature a variety of authentic Oaxacan dishes and handmade breads as well. Kind of remnants of the, the bakery. Yummy. Um, they will also prepare things like, uh, moles, tamales, Oaxacan style, mamalitas, tortas, also breakfast items such as quesadillas, quesadilla fritas, empanadas de amarillo, molotes, the restaurant also serves coffee and atole blanco. Um, they also will feature Oaxacan-style breads. Ooh. Uh, which, are, which, according to the, um, the proprietors, they are very unique and very good. Huh. I, yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't think I've ever had any Oaxacan breads. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have, uh, apparently, Oaxacan breads are typically made with Eggs or egg yolks are set apart by their fl soft, fluffy interior and golden crust. Uh, their other, they also have another bakery called La Casa del Pan, and they will sell uh, fried bread as well. <laughs> so it's really kind of some really good, authentic stuff happening uh, on the South Side. Well, can we post links to that? Big ups to Urban Milwaukee and reporting on. Uh, that new spot that's taken over the former Lopez Bakery. 
And then uh, sushi. You you like sushi, right? You know, I hate sushi. I'm just really? kidding. No, really? I'm, I'm totally kidding. I uh, I love I love, love sushi. sushi. Have you had like before we go to this? Have you had like a real? Uh, no, I can't. Like it was the tip of my tongue. Um, kind of like a fine dining experience sushi. Uh, what do you call it? It's on the tip of my tongue. Anyway, have you had any like some of the sushi restaurants in Chicago? The really good stuff. No. Mm, okay. Anyway, I don't know why I can't remember the the. Anyway, I was on the tip of my tongue. But anyway, coming to Bayview is a sushi bar and Thai restaurant planned for a complex which is joining a $2.5 million restaurant complex on Kinnick Connect Avenue. It's called Room Service. Mm, and the, the restaurant will feature Thai and Japanese cuisine located at 2159 South Kinnick Avenue sometime this spring. The room service will draw from the proprietor's varied and extensive background in cooking from her childhood spent in the kitchens at her family restaurants in Bangkok to exploring a sophisticated sushi bar throughout New York City as a young adult, I'm so my hoping omakase, 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 yeah. yeah. So like, there's no place that really does like the level of omakase you can find the, in Chicago, Milwaukee. Like I've really had omakase in LA. I don't know. Yeah, like no sushi bars. Always the cream cheese rolls, which are. I said it in a meme that <clears throat> cream uh, cheese does like that's just no. It we need a real. Belong. We need a sushi bar that really invests. And quality, unique Japanese yeah. kind of seafood and create a really exclusive omakase experience here in Milwaukee. I don't want to go to Chicago for my omakase experience. So maybe hopefully they do that here. I don't know. Guests can spec authentic Thai dishes such as fragrant Tom Young and sweet, sweet spicy pad thai, as well as dishes including sushi rolls. So I'm not sure. There's no more details on like the menu items and what to expect. But I guess we'll learn more uh, in the coming weeks and months when it gets closer to the opening. Again, it's called room service. And finally, really, I was just going to say that is kind of a surprising name. Yeah. Like I wouldn't room service. Yeah, you know, there's a oh my, speaking of room service. There's a I don't know if it's still open. There's a, a, a omakase sushi spot that's in a hotel room in Chicago. Really? I think it seats like four, six people. Wow. I'm not sure it's still there or not. I can't remember the name, but yeah, it's a very exclusive spot, but it's in a hotel room. Or is that Chicago oh. or New York? One of the okay. two. I can't remember. One of the big, big cities. Speaking of room service. <laughs> um, and finally, Pilot Project, the brewery uh, based in Chicago with a location in, in here in Milwaukee, which is a better uh -huh. location in Milwaukee near the uh, Five Surf Forum. It's hosting a chef competition. Chefs from Milwaukee and Chicago will present food and beer pairings at the Battle of the Bites at March 15th charity event at Pilot Project Brewing. And the chefs will be between Milwaukee and Chicago while raising funds for a charitable cause. It will host six Midwestern chefs for the Battle of the Bites cooking competition. The Color Race Showdown will feature teams from Pilot Project's Milwaukee and Chicago locations as well as four guest chefs. Ryan Gill will compete on behalf of Pilot Project Milwaukee, while Javi Ayala presents Pilot Project Chicago. Additional competitors include Gerardo Guerrero of Jerry's Kitchen MKE and Chef Latinos Wisconsin, Titus Baton of the Trade Hotel, and Solomon's Angel Uyosa of Takria Chingon and Kristen Madere of Lula Cafe. 
During the event, guests will watch as chef pair present a unique dish and beer pairing after sipping and sampling their way through the, all six offerings. Guests will vote on their favorite with a donation going to the winning chef's charity of choice. Again, this is taking place March 15th. Well, that wraps up this week's edition of This Bites. This Bites is edited and produced by Kim Shine, a.k.a. K-Shine, a.k.a. Kim Chi, with support and generosity of our membership. Subscribe to This Bites podcast wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's NPR, Apple, Spotify, or directly from our website at RadioMilwaukee.org. And Anne, as always, stay hungry. Yep, stay hungry and keep the Malore cold.